Cousins Podcast. I'm Heather. I am Camille. And welcome to our second episode. It's a brand new year. It's 2023 and we're ready to go. How are you feeling about 2023, Heather? Um, I'm hoping that everything goes well. Hope. Hope. Hope is the the key word. I have a three-year-old at home, so who knows? It's a toss-up. She just turned three, right? Yeah. So a lot of people do this. I used to do this. Do you make any New Year's resolutions? Yeah, to lose weight. Stop it. No, I'm serious. We're all about positivity and not having to worry about those things. I don't think I have one because I used to do it every year. It was the same thing. It was to stop biting my nails. And I am almost 37. And I still... That one still bite my nails. I don't know why I get fake nails so that I don't bite my nails and I still do it. It's really bad. Maybe this will be the year. That's a trait from this side of the family, by the way. It's a nervous thing. I was thinking about going to see a hypnotist because somebody told me it could work. I went to one. For what though? Needle phobia. Did it work? Yeah, I had a kid. And it so it worked. I don't think you ever told me this. This is going to have to be a whole other episode. Have. She wouldn't be here if I didn't get it done. I do remember you always having that fear and you talking about it that's actually very interesting we're gonna have to have a whole episode dedicated to that maybe i'll do one live we'll see <laughs> i don't know how that would work but we'll see That'd be um, hilarious i know i'm kind of afraid what would happen to be honest it's like a meditative state it's not like you're sitting there you know how the people that like okay squawk like a chicken no you're not actually squawking like a chicken because you don't have any control it's more because you don't care because you're in such a subconscious awareness that you don't care but that's what i think of when i think of hypnotist is somebody's going to put me under and make me squawk like a chicken they're gonna make me do some stupid things i guess there was they're professionals i i but when you think of hypnotist you just think of like the guy at the party that somebody hired to come in and make everybody run around and chase people yeah, and do that's silly things entertainment but that's not if you have a serious problem it's kind of making me want to hire one now maybe for our next cousin's party, Christmas oh, 2023. Yeah. By the way, cousin's party. Let's just talk about that for a second. I unfortunately didn't get to go. I didn't feel good. You didn't feel good. Hopefully you're feeling better now. I am. Thanks. We did recently have the cousin's party, which was what we talked about on our first episode. The theme was Disney. It was you missed a good time. But there is always next year. Or should I say this year? There is. And if you watched or listened to, I should say, the first episode, I didn't say what I was going to be, but I was going to be Coella Deville and I had a sick costume. I know you need to. Maybe that's what you can be already for Halloween this year. I like got actually dressed up and then I started not to feel good. So I took pictures of myself dressed up. Well, you need to put those on our Instagram, which is a great segue into our episode. We do have a guest coming on, which will be later on and I'm really excited about that because it's my brother Nathan but maybe we just dive into today's episode which is parenting with cousins and before we get really into it we just want to say again disclaimer anything we talk about is just our own opinions our own life Yes, we are not subject matter experts. We don't claim to be. We're not professionals of any kind. We're professional talkers, maybe. That's about it. (laughs) We have our own opinions, and that is strictly what this is. So please don't take us seriously. But hopefully you laugh and you learn something along the way with us. But we do just want to be clear on that part of it. Right, because 
as we learn every day. I guess if we're going to talk parenting, we have to talk a little bit about our own kids. You want to go ahead, Heather? The rookie? Technically, you're the veteran in this part. So sad, Um, I know. My kid's only three. I have a little girl. She's only three. She's going on like 20. And that's not even a joke, the way she talks to me sometimes. I've heard it. That I believe. So I believe it. I mean, people that meet her say she's either going to be a lawyer, a CEO, or like something in that area because she loves to try to like negotiate and tell people what to do. That's great, though. I feel like you for girls, like you want girls, especially nowadays, you want them to be like a leader, like in a leadership position. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy, (laughs) but not at three when I'm trying to tell her to go to bed and it's like, no, mama. Five more minutes. No, not five more minutes. I told you now. How about two more minutes? No, there's no negotiation here. You got to give homegirl credit, though. Where credit's due. She tries it. She told me one night, mom, the boss. And I said, uh, try that again. And she said, I'm the boss? Questioning it. And I was like, no, I'm the boss. She's like, uh, I'm the boss of daddy. (laughs) Did you say yes? (laughs) Yeah. I told her, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So my, so my kids, so Carmela's eight, eight and a half ish, also going on 20. And then the little guy, Gennaro is three and a half. He'll be four in April. And he is, if you compare these two children, it couldn't be more different. Like one is just so, so calm. Boys are so totally different. It is so true. The second one came and I said to my parents, how the heck did you have three, let alone our grandparents who had 18? And I will just say I'm very grateful. I'm thankful. Very, very, very blessed to have kids. I know people who can't have kids and I know, you know, I'm sure you do too. So I know people have had a really hard time. So this is all to say we're very, very lucky and very blessed. You have to have some kind of humor when you're a parent because- There's things that they do that you just kind of have to, I don't know, be be like, oh, okay, that how do I roll with this and laugh about it? You have to pick your battles. You hear that your whole life, but I feel like it really didn't apply to life until I was a parent. And then it was really like, oh, yeah, I really do need to pick my battles. You're definitely not always going to win. So when is it time to win and when is it time to just let go? (laughs) Well, it's funny because my husband, Brian... If you ask him, he fights with her about everything, everything, dude, that's not even that's not worth it. That's not working. And he's like, don't do that. She's like, can I have more water? He's like, no, you just stumped it on my floor. And then she comes over to me. She's like, mama, can I have more water? And I was like, yeah, that's not something that's big deal. I'll say, I guess on my side, this is going to be probably TMI and really gross because I teach my children. I, I think I do a good job at teaching them to like stay clean and, you know, wash your hands, especially with flu season and going through COVID and everything. But I will say the one thing we battle the little guy on when he goes to the bathroom, he purposely does not touch anything. His <laughs> reasoning is, so what do you always tell kids after they go to the bathroom? Make sure you wash your hands. Right. Well, he he was smart enough to realize, well, if I don't touch anything and just go to the bathroom, as long as I don't touch anything, I don't need to wash my hands. So I kid you not, every time this three-year-old goes to the bathroom, it's a battle. Well, that's gross, first of all. But honestly, and if I'm being very honest, which I will be, we let it go. Because all right, if you didn't 
touch anything, fine. I'm not going to start today. What's something you wish somebody would have filled you in on? Like a little tidbit of information. Probably her being a baby because she was a colic baby. I wish somebody told me about her being a colic baby because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. The one thing that I wish somebody told me about is just more about like colic babies and how to go about a colic baby because it's different. I think for me, I wish somebody would have told me that I would lose all personal space. We have a huge sectional in our living room. I could be um, sitting on one end and there's this whole couch, an entire couch left, and they have to sit right on top of you. And it's like, I love the cuddles at night, I just, but sometimes you just want your space, which is, and I do, and I will say I enjoy it now because I know it doesn't last because then I remember what it's like now that Carmel is eight in a few more years, it's going to, she's going to want nothing to do with me. So I try to, t- I try to enjoy it as much as I can, but there are times when I'm like, I would just love just a little bit of space on the couch, just like a little bit five minutes to myself i would like but what's the one baby item that you couldn't live without as a new mom before i tell you what it it was can i tell you what i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be the swing really yeah i thought a lot of kids like the swing right yeah the constant motion so i'm like oh this is gonna be great we'll get the swing it'll be great nope didn't like it at all so that wrap around, I don't know what it's called, but oh yeah, wrap around baby holder thing. That's my technical term for it. That was like a saving grace. I used to have one, but I would get such bad anxiety. I had, um, I was very sick with both my pregnancies. So I had such bad anxiety when I would try to wear that. I used to make PJ wear it with the kids. I don't know what it was. I would just like have panic attacks and hyperventilate. And I think the one thing I realized I can't live without now would probably be the pajamas that zip because when I had Carmela, it was still only the buttons. I'd never seen pajamas that have a zipper. So by the time I had the little guy, that is the one thing I tell everybody. Pajamas with a zipper, you need to have. So we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of what it's like. We talked a little bit about just sort of how kids are now. And I will say like kudos to all parents out there, guardians, whoever you are, because it's it's a lot of work and it's hard. Even like stay-at-home parents, it is so much work. And I know at the end of the day, working full-time, I'm I'm exhausted. And I'm sure all parents can relate to that. It's the most rewarding job you could ever have, but it's exhausting. It is exhausting. Good for you for saying that because it is rewarding. There are times where you think it's not going to be rewarding because you're like, I don't know, am I getting through to this child? And then they do something and you're like, oh. It like melts your heart. Yeah. What's the best advice you ever got? In general, I think becoming a first time mom, the best advice I got was that don't be too hard on yourself. Because I think a lot of moms and dads, whoever that's parenting kids, I think they have a problem with that. Sometimes they just get too involved in how they feel they're doing that they don't realize that it's you're doing the best you can. There's no pamphlet. There's no instructions. I like that. That's great advice. The best advice I ever got was from my mom, too, which was you can look around and look at other parents and think they have it all put together. Nobody has it put together because like you said, they don't give you a handbook. They don't give you a pamphlet on what to do and they can't because every kid is different. And this would be a good time right now to transition and have our guest on today. Camille, you want to introduce? I can do the honors. Really excited because my baby brother, I have two brothers, but the baby is here today, Nathan. The baby had a baby, which is why I can't believe it. I still can't believe it, but we thought it would be good to bring in 
Nathan as a new dad and from the male perspective, as we've been talking, you know, from our perspectives today. What's up, people? How you doing, cousin? How you doing, sister? I can't. I'm so excited that Nathan's on. Perfect first guest, I have to say. We do need to mention that he is the first guest out of this entire series. So it's kind of it is exciting. I feel honored about that. You should. There's so many to choose from, but we thought of you first. Before we get into asking Nathan any questions, one thing that I think is important to note. So Nathan was born on Christmas. Christmas Day is his birthday. You know, my mom having to go to the hospital to give birth to Nathan left me and our other brother Jared home with the rest of our family, which is totally fine. But he clearly, you know, messed up the flow of Christmas Day. So (laughs) with all of that said, Nathan, why is your child's birthday funny? Well, I mean, I'd say it's important because... It's her birthday. It's when she came into the world and she's the the love of my life. So obviously that day's important, but it's funny because she came six weeks early and the day before the baby shower, I guess she was like her dad in that sense where she just wanted to come and ruin a party. It didn't really <laughs> ruin it for me. It ruined it for Ashley because I was still able to go. <laughs> I honestly, when we got down to your baby shower, I thought you were screwing with me. Everybody thought I was screwing with them when I was outside. Everybody was yeah. coming in and I was just like, yeah. I can't believe it. It was last night. And everybody was just like, what? What are you talking about? And then I'd show them the picture and everybody was just like, are you serious? She's got impeccable timing. I love it. And kudos to Ashley. She was like, should I ask them if I can just leave for an hour? I was like, you just had a baby. You can't. <laughs> she wanted to come to the baby shower. I mean, you can't blame her. It's supposed to be, you know, for the baby, but it's okay. What a trooper for Ashley to be like, do you think they, that I can go? Savage, savage response to that. <laughs> can, I, can I go please after 12 hours of after having a baby. So can I just ask you, Nathan, because like Camille said, we've talked about it from a mom point of view, from a female point of view, but from a male perspective as a new dad, I want to know, what did you think before she was born, how this was going to go parenting wise? Did you have any like expectations, thoughts about parenting? What was going through your brain before she came? Well, I mean, I'd seen my sister do it because I have a nephew and a niece and a bunch of my best friends have kids. So I knew a lot, I guess, to go into it. I mean, still, you're never ready for it. I was told about a bunch of stuff, but still, when it actually happens, it's just different. I, you just snap into it and you know what to do almost. What do you think surprised you about it, though? So what surprised you the most that you weren't expecting? The sleep deprivation. I mean, I thought that I wasn't going to be getting as much sleep as I would like, but it's still crazy when you have to wake up every hour and a half or two hours on the dot throughout the whole night and then go to work the next day and come home and do the same thing. How have you adjusted to that? Because we know I love you. I know you like your sleep. Like I remember as kids, you would in the summer, you would probably sleep till two, three o'clock in the afternoon and Ma would have to wake you up. So I do know you like your sleep. So how is all of that going? I mean, at this point, it's six months in. I'm, I'm used to it now. And she's sleeping through the night, you know, oh, that's good. so it's not waking up every two hours. But yeah, in the beginning, I was miserable. I would say, I mean, I was I was happy. For, like I had her and she always made me happy, but it's still you're tired and you're you're you know like not happy about being that tired right and i heard she's call it or she was oh she was so how was that especially being a new dad i mean that 
that's like another level. Uh, yeah, definitely. Cause it just became something and it was like, okay, the first couple months it was just routine. It was, yeah, there was lack of sleep, but it was, she was waking up, you'd feed her, she'd stay awake for a minute or two and then you'd, she'd go back to sleep. Then when she started getting colicky and it was sleep for 15 minutes intervals and then waking up screaming and I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. I'm it's the first time this is happening. I'm like, ah, do I call, do I call the doctor? Do I call the doctor? Like, it's kind of crazy, but I'm just glad that that period's over now. <laughs> yeah. Cause I had the same with Elena. Elena was colic. So we have that in common. And I called Auntie Maria several times at two in the morning being like, Ma, come over. I don't know what to do. Oh, well, the first night we took her, well, she was in the NICU for like six weeks, I think five and a half weeks. The first night we brought her home, Ashley ended up getting mastitis. Mm -hmm. So her mom ended up coming over and her mom was like, do you want to stay, stay here with the baby or do you want to take Ashley to the hospital? And I was like, well, it's my baby. I'm going to stay with it. And then right when they left the driveway, I was like, why? Why did I just not take her and leave the experienced parent with the baby for the first night? So right. I did the same thing as you. I called Donna and I was like, yeah. Donna, I need you to come down here. I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do with this baby right now. <laughs> Dawn is our mom. So you call mom. And mom came through. <laughs> Matt always comes um, through. Yes, she does. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> did you have any thoughts on what you wanted the baby to be, whether it was a girl or a boy? Or did you just want a healthy baby? when you found out you guys were pregnant yeah it didn't really matter to me i mean obviously there's a there's there's a part of you that obviously as a as a dad you'd want a son to do those dad son things but there's plenty of daddy daughter things to do too so like you said no matter what it was going to be my child and i was going to love it just as much no matter what the if he was a boy or girl right do you love being a girl dad yeah i do <laughs> i love picking out the bows that's my whole thing you <laughs> pick like, out I'm the up, bows i'm up i'm obsessed with the bows i'm like yo does she have like a nice bow to wear today <laughs> Like, did you pack a bow? <laughs> she is always coordinated. I'll give you that. That's Ashley. Basically, I make sure that there's a fire bow at all times. <laughs> so one thing we were talking about earlier was advice. Like people give you all kinds of advice, right? And whether it's the whole sleep deprivation thing. So aside from that, you know, everybody says it goes by so fast. Enjoy it. Is there anything you wish somebody would have told you? Like I had mentioned, I wish somebody would to would have told me I was going to lose my personal space. Is there anything you wish somebody someone would have given you a heads up about just like it's so hard i don't think i've had a hot meal you know what i mean but like one of us is doing something with the baby so like if one of us is cooking the other one's with the baby and then whoever's done cooking goes to the baby so the other one can do something and it's just like oh okay we're just gonna eat this cold all the time no it's just, it, it's, <laughs> it's funny true. because it's true <laughs> yeah people used to say that like a couple of my friends even like you camille you don't get it and i'm like how bad can it be come on <laughs> and then it happens and you're like this is crazy Right. <laughs> but it's so true because you don't get to eat really you no, have to like shovel it down yeah something always pops up right at the end and then you're like oh all right so for all those future parents out there you heard it first that nathan's piece of advice is enjoy your hot meals <laughs> while you can enjoy them people they won't last forever i know and, and the sleep too you did say the sleep because that's you definitely don't get that you get used to the non-sleep i feel like at some point i'm just a walking zombie now <laughs> 
it's so funny you say that. I was just thinking that like you're just, just a zombie at that point. I think that's something all parents have in common, or at least we all think that. Nathan, just out of curiosity, from a dude's perspective, is there any baby item that you think you cannot live without now? No, because you get so much stuff. What is the one thing you think you wouldn't be able to live without? I know the one thing I can't live without. You're talking about baby item, right? The elephant blanket that she sleeps with. Little tiny little blanket with the elephant head on it. Oh, the lovey. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's- I don't know yeah. all the things what they're called. I just call them how it how it looks. The elephant blanket. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we tried to bring her over to her mom's house one night and we forgot that blanket. And it was Christmas Eve, actually. And I had to drive back home to get that, to bring it back so she could t- take a nap. And right when I brought it back, KO'd. So I can't ever forget that again. We actually have two now because of that reason. <laughs> <laughs> do you leave one in the car? One's in the car, one's in the crib. Another question. Do you guys, are you at the point where you leave her with your parents yet? Yeah, my parents My parents have watched her a couple times. And her, her, her mom's watched her a couple times. Do you guys leave stuff there? Because I know my mom watched her a lot and I would just get to everything and leave it at mom's house so I didn't have to keep trekking it back and forth. We've kept a couple things at each, each parent's house, you know, a chair or two i know that the uh we have um one of the little play pens that we got at her mom's house so it helps to have some stuff there in case you do end up forgetting something going back to the items that you can't live without because like camille said there's tons of stuff that you get but what are some things that you didn't need we have like five different chairs for her do we really need all five of these can we get rid of a couple of them and have three <laughs> like <two? laughs> that's so true and it just takes up a lot of that's something that you got to get used to too is I mean, personal space, like you said, Camille, I mean, you get no more space. Everything's just occupied by baby things. Right. I know. I think thinking back, we had like three different swings. And I think my kids used them for maybe two weeks and then they were all set. So when you think about stuff, it's they don't even use it a lot because they're they get so big so fast. Elena didn't use the swing. You just have her in like a regular like high chair or like bouncy thing. Because no, because she was so colic. She wasn't comfortable any other way but on me (laughs) and I would try to go take a shower because I think that's another thing you don't get to take a shower ever I'm like scared to have a second if I have another colic baby (laughs) I don't know what I'm gonna do that'd probably be the only downfall I almost would want another one sooner than later you're already in that baby mode like the diaper mode yeah I get it because my kids are almost five years apart I was so scared to clean a diaper and now I clean that thing in like 2.7 seconds I'm, I'm good it's strapped in she's back in her onesie Wow, you're talking like a pro. <laughs> I know. I was just gonna ask because about the whole diaper thing because so many dads are usually typically like, "I'm not doing that." I was scared to do that at first, and then once you do it and, and you get it over with, it's just like, oh, "Okay, it's really not bad." There's still some some of those times where I go to change her and I still gag because it's it's a lot, <laughs> but it is what it is. You get it, but it's still I get it. We really appreciate having you on. It's been amazing having Nathan on. I really hope we have you on again this has been great a lot of laughs i think he already requested like a 12 episode contract like he's he's ready this was was awesome write up a contract (laughs) 
Oh, I just said when if you guys ever blow up, I want to be on all like the anniversary episodes. So I want to be on episode 25, 50, 7500. Let's put it out there for all the listeners right now. If you love having cousin Nathan on, let us know. We want him to come back. So write us, email us, contact us on Instagram. Let us know your thoughts. They're gonna be like, never put this kid back on. <laughs> no, this was awesome. This like this made my whole year, and it's only January. So this was awesome. I had a lot of fun. We love you. I love you. You're the best. Well, I just wanted to say I love you both. Bye, cousins. Good good love talking you. to you. And oh, I appreciate I you guys you. having me on. Love you, baby cuz. You're so cute. I can't believe you're a dad. I'm so happy for you. I still can't Glad you came that. on. Thanks, guys. This could definitely be like a three-part episode. So maybe we'll revisit more in the future. But this has been a great episode. We hope you've all enjoyed it. Heath, what would you say your key piece of advice, I guess, to new parents would be? Don't take it too seriously. I mean, take it seriously, obviously. It's a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like, do not listen to her. (laughs) But don't be too harsh on yourself. Because like I said, they don't come with pamphlets. They don't come with the brochure on how to deal. No instructions. So just be kind to yourself as a new parent. I like that. And I think mine along those same lines is learn when to laugh. Like it's okay to laugh at some things because you will miss those moments because it does go by fast. But the more you can laugh about it, the happier your days will be. Right. So that is all for today. Stay tuned for another episode coming at you next month. Right. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Nathan for coming on. Thanks, baby brother. And good night. Good evening, good morning, wherever you are. Ciao.